Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast, Sleep, Sleep Patterns of Americans. That's my topic. You know, we have relied upon patterns of sleep as a major index of how well a person is functioning. If he's getting adequate sleep, we usually associate that with well-functioning individuals. People who sleep way too much are usually considered to be depressed or, for some reason, trying to avoid reality, if you will. And then people who sleep way too little, less than six hours, are usually highly driven or they're highly stressed or there's some medical disease or illness or whatever it might be that is playing a role in keeping them from sleeping. Sleep, nonetheless, is considered to be a major factor of overall health and wellness. Now, the index that we usually use is six hours. That's kind of the minimum amount of sleep that we generally believe is adequate, the minimum. And eight hours to nine hours is probably maximum. But we hope that people would sleep about seven hours a night, maybe eight hours a night. And if they're doing that, they're getting adequate sleep for the chores and the demands upon them the next day. But you know, research studies have now shown kind of a change in sleep patterns of Americans. In the year 2004, about 28% of the population slept less than six hours. In 2017, 15 years later, 33% of the population slept six hours or less. So we're seeing the American population sleeping less now than they did 15 years ago. So what we are now viewing is the question of why. Why is it that now 15 years we have this demand on us which requires us to sleep less and stay awake or work longer hours or whatever it might be? Interestingly, the research study that was published in the journal Sleep and was conducted by the National Health Interview Survey found that 6.5% points among the black people In other words, they're sleeping less, six hours less, six and a half hours less if you're black. Seven hours, I mean, seven percent of the population sleeping less if they're Hispanic. And two percent of the population, if they're white, sleeping less than six hours. So there seems to be a racial or some kind of a um, influence by nationality and racial background And those patterns are beginning now to show themselves across the spectrum of the American population. The idea here being, if we're sleeping less, we're now creating a problem for ourselves because little sleep, less sleep, minimal sleep, less than six hours sleep is generally considered to be unhealthy and would create a state of unhealthiness with those individuals. It can show itself in physical illness, show itself in emotional distress, show itself in more depression, anxiety, more irritation, more irritability, more anger. And then what we find, of course, is that has disruption effects upon marriages, family life, work productivity, school productivity, and so on. People who are sleeping less than the minimum, six hours, create a series of problems for themselves and for those that associate themselves 
together with them. In other words, your workers, the people who work with you, get affected by that. Spouses get affected by that. Children get affected by that. So again, the message is six hours minimum. Get it up to seven hours at least. Try to get it up to eight. That's the message. Now, what about this thing about sleep and Alzheimer's? Well, an interesting study uh, was done and published in Science Transitional Medicine. And um, what they found is this, that if you have the brain of a beginning demented patient, that is the early stages of dementia, it is usually associated with less sleep. And if you have less sleep, you have the development, the advancing development of dementia. So it's a vicious cycle. In other words, dementia is associated with less sleep. Uh, Dementia is aggravated by less sleep. So that if you're in the ages of 70, 75, 80, make sure that your sleep patterns are at least six hours a night and going on to seven to eight. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, that's not a problem. Just go back to sleep. If you can't go back to sleep, stay up for about a half hour, stay up for 40 minutes, do something, read, work, and then go back to bed. If you can't go to sleep then, get up again for another half hour, then go back to bed. And do that until you really do fall asleep. But we want people who are in the ages of 70 to 80 to make sure that they are getting good hours of sleep at night because it's a preventative for dementia. But if it's less than six hours, it aggravates a dementia state among that population of people. Now, what about teenagers in sleep? An interesting study was done in Seattle. Uh, in 2016 and because kids uh, often sleep less than six hours and maybe cannot perform in school the Seattle school system moved the hours of starting school from 7.50 in the morning it's almost 8 o'clock by the way to 8.45 almost 9 o'clock so they gave the kids 55 more minutes of sleep and are staying home and then coming to school 55 minutes later and what they found is that people, the students actually did report that they did sleep longer when they started school a little bit later. So it did help the sleep patterns. And those that increased their sleep patterns improved their grade patterns. So the later starting time in Seattle showed that you can actually sleep longer and get better grades. Just the fact of getting a little extra sleep allowed students to be more attentive, more productive in their schoolwork, and that showed up in the grades in the classroom. They were more alert, they were more attentive, they were more interactive, they were more involved in the learning process just by starting school 55 minutes later in the morning. Now, the studies seem to indicate some kind of a cultural factor going on here. That somehow or other in our culture in recent years, in about 2017 and beyond, 2016 and beyond, the sleep patterns begin to change. Sleep patterns of Americans seem to be a little bit less, shorter than they used to be. In other words, we're skimping on our sleep. So somehow or other, that message uh, got through to the American people, thinking that somehow maybe that we could sleep less and be more productive. We can be more involved in our daily life 
in my maybe even thought we would be happier. I don't know. But in fact, less sleep, less than six hours of sleep still is the marker for our ill health. Less than hour, six hours of sleep is still the marker for lower grades. Less than six hours of sleep a night is still the marker for general health. So take that as a factor. Take that as a lesson. Look at your own sleep pattern. And if you're into the older years of life, make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep. Give yourself a break. If you're a student at the lower end of the age levels, make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep. Your grades will be better, your school performance will be better, your attitudes at school, your involvement, your engagement in the learning process will improve. Sleep seems to be a very definite pattern among the American population, and uh, we're trying to shortchange ourselves a little bit by sleeping less than six hours, and we're trying to skimp on our sleep and be more productive or more involved. Maybe we're watching television too much. Maybe we're doing the iTube a little bit too much. Maybe we're well, I telephone a little bit too much. You know, whatever it might be. Reconsider your sleep patterns. Do a study on it. Do a two-week study on it. And see how much you are actually sleeping over a two-week period of time. And if you're sleeping less than six hours, make some changes in your life so that you can improve your sleep patterns, which will then have an improvement in your general life spectrum and performance areas of life. Hey, good to be with you. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. And um, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. And um, great book there on lessons from my father. And uh, great little motivational short stories. Uh, it takes you about 10 minutes to read them. And a uh, little story per day just gives us an encouragement of how to uh, motivate ourselves and how to live our life at a higher level, a higher plane, if you will. Lessons from my father. I recommend it to you. It's a great gift for somebody who's graduating, somebody who has a birthday, somebody who has an anniversary, you know, whatever it might be. Lessons from my father. Get a hold of it, will you? Nice.